Hello, hello. And hello. Welcome to, what episode is this? Four. 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 Of Divine Adventures. Time's so getting on. It is getting on. A whole four. <laughs> We're almost getting into our second hand. <laughs> we'll be in du- d- double digits in no time. No, I know. This will be so exciting. Mm. <laughs> so today we've done another one of Dan Poro's um, amazing events. It was um, the Brisbane Heart Awakening with um, cacao ceremony, uh, breathwork and sound healing. Yeah. Actually, how do you say, is it cacao or is it cacao? Cacao. 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 C-A-C. Do I sound like a bird? Cacao. Cacao. <laughs> I'm auditioning for as a vocalist for the next Madagascar. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so we're going to share our experience Ex- about that. Experience, yeah. So we literally finished, walked out of there 15 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> You're kind of still processing, you still, said. Still, well, just not, just not grounded. Uh, mm to be honest. Um, mm. <clears throat> when you go into deep into those breathwork experiences and go off on your, on your journey and come back, sometimes it takes a bit to, to, to get re-grounded. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> Considering come, you tend to, to go places. To come back to earth. Yeah. And be a human being and um, function. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And deal with sound, like all these other different types of sound, yes. like there's a football, ga- <laughs> football game going on in the background. AFL, and... yeah, we're down at Hawthorne. Hawthorne Park, yeah, and there's a playground near us as well, so we're just, you know, we're amidst the community. <laughs> just amongst humanity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, uh, yeah, so we were at um, Balimba State School Hall. It was a pretty gr- big group as well. I'd probably say about 80, yeah. 80 people or so. About 80, yeah. Dan, Dan always gets a, a good... Yeah, a really big crowd number. for the, um, the Heart Awakening. <laughs> yeah, so. he's got a good following and, and what have you, and rightfully so. Yeah. So this is my second heart awakening. So you took me to my first one at, um, I think it was Palm Beach, Palm Beach. earlier this year. Yeah. So that wasn't part of the podcast um, or Divine Adventures. But um, so this was my second heart awakening and it was just a completely different experience to the first, the Gold Coast heart awakening and also to the ice bath as well. To like the breath work that yeah. we did there. Yeah. So it was completely um, different experience for me. I kind of came in, um, so I've injured my uh, left shoulder and so I was, I didn't really leave my body too much because I was present to the pain in my body. But I was able, I was pretty much started crying actually in the cacao bit. when As soon as he said Mama Cap- Cap- Cacao, or what, what was the other, Cacao. <laughs> Next thing all these birds come flocking over. Cacao! Cacao! Stop it. <laughs> We're going to get shooed out of the park. <laughs> get pooped on. <laughs> So I was very present to the physical pain in my body, so I was able to um, start cry- starting, start releasing through crying pretty much straight away. As soon as he said Mama Cacao, or what's the other version you say? Cacao. Cacao. Stop it. <laughs> anyway. They're going to turn off. <laughs> but then they're going to um, So yeah, when we were having the, the ceremony with the hot drink... From the Peruvian bean. Which tastes like a hot chocolate. Which tastes like a hot chocolate. Um, yeah, I was pretty much starting crying. But it was a from vegan that. version, so. It was a vegan version. Water, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Why is it? Oh, I guess it's normally with milk or something, is it? Yeah, some sort of milk. Gotcha. Um, yeah, so that was. Um, so we had the cacao. <laughs> cacao ceremony first. 
and um, and I guess this time was a, a quite a different experience for me because we all went right down. Whoops! Right down the front. One moment, please, please hold. <laughs> Some extreme wind circumstances. Um, yeah, yeah. Do you want to sit in the groove? On the table and then move your water bottle back. Yeah, there we go. Yay, look at that. Oh, you happy you with should, that? You should build houses. <laughs> yeah, because I can find a groove on a coffee table. Oh, there's an ibis. We've attracted an ibis. You attracted it. Okay, I attracted an ibis. Oh. See, I've got to be really careful about how I manifest, right? <laughs> Um, so yeah, so we had the... Let's just call it uh, the hot chocolate. The hot chocolate. My, my Peruvian hot chocolate. Yeah. I started crying. Um, I just remember I started crying as soon as he, as he said, Mama... The word? Mama hot chocolate. Mama hot chocolate. <laughs> 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 I'm not sure if this is going to be a podcast or just like a laughter. No. I laughed a yoga session. Anyway, we'll get through it. We'll get through it. And um, I don't remember the rest of that ceremony. Like, what was what was your experience of the the hot chocolate ceremony? Yeah, so we went through the different chakras. Oh, that's right. We're connecting to the, to the different chakras, and um, do you know, just explaining, uh, starting with the root chakra, what what each of them represented. Um, obviously, the root um, being security and yeah, I remember him saying stability, and it was a red color. It was red, yeah, and, and worked our way up. And each time that we went to starting at, at the root chakra, we'd then take a sip of the uh, hot chocolate. Of the hot chocolate, <laughs> um, and made a small intention, I think, as yeah. well as to um, you know being more feeling more secure and um, that. Yeah, bringing the intention of a balanced yeah. chakra in and then releasing yeah. any um, unbalance, I guess, un in that un chakra area. yeah. And just thinking, of, thinking about where the hot chocolate was made, because uh, it was from Peru. It was yeah, it was Peru Peruvian. Peruvian. Peruvian, and just all the love and intentions that it was, uh, had gone into that mm. um, until it arrived into on the shores of Australia. and. Mm. Uh, that's right. Even the brewing of it today, you know, mm. you know to feel the love that was. Uh... Mm. <laughs> Keep going. Yeah. So that's that was the ceremony. So we did uh, each of the chakras: the, the root, the sacral, the solar plex, the heart, the throat, throat. the third, third eye, eye, and then and the then crown. The crown. And uh, yeah, that's when we had our finish up the hot chocolate. The cacao. Cacao! Um, and then we had a brief brief break and uh, into... Yeah. Into the, the actual ceremonial breath work. Actually, before we did the, um, oh, the we did ceremony, the, we, we did the um, first part of the prana breathing. The warm-up, yeah. Yeah, the, as well, which was the... Um, not, <clears throat> yeah, the, the breathing where you're in through the mouth all the way uh, full and then... Usually there's a there's a pause, but there was no pause. So it was. Was there pauses last time? Was there? Or <laughs> no, when even... when you normally breathe. Oh, gotcha. A, yeah. You like, and then a second or so later, you release. Yeah. yeah. There was it was never ending. Yeah, the, um, all the way to conscious the top. circular breathing or something. I think you called it. Yeah, some technical name. Yeah. <laughs> a type of breath work, but. 
<clears throat> and using the chest and then releasing what out. You, yeah, why don't you make up a word for that? Just, I just think of it as just like, you know, like a like the cycle of life that it just keeps on moving like mm. life doesn't stop there's no stagnation absolutely like there's flow so it's just that's how nature goes kind of thing so it's just you know keeping the like there's no beginning and end point so there's a circle so it's like the circle of breath a circle of breath there we go a circle of breath yeah and we we did 10 rotations of that and then held for 10 seconds mm. and then 20 and then held for 20 seconds I still have issues holding my breath I couldn't hold my breath for the 10 seconds and that wasn't 30 seconds on that last one that was, no that was that like, was like 90, 2 minutes 90 seconds 2 minutes thanks Dan <laughs> with a didgeridoo but um, actually I, was, I, I did okay because that last one I had to breathe in 5 times you know the, the you know the um, the short yeah. Breaths. Like, I had to do that five times. Well, okay, I did that four times, and there was one sneaky one at the beginning before I even said that was an option. So, I don't know. I just couldn't. Yeah, but that sort Couldn't of access the oxygen got, already in my system. They got us primed, I'd say, um, in terms of warming the lungs up and ready for the, yeah. for the breathing, as well as starting to feel a little bit funny in the head from. Yeah. From the. Um, well, it's not actually lack of oxygen, it's too much. It's a. You know, over oxygenation. Yeah, because you're. Cause is that a word? Yeah, because you're, you know, deep, fast breathing. Mm, mm. <clears throat> and then we sort of visualised that uh, all the oxygen that we had in our body and that we were actually breathing when we weren't. And, and visualising our chest, you know, rising and rising falling and to mimic, you know, that our lungs were getting <laughs> air in and out um, of them. Mm. So. Yeah, so th- that was the, the initial start. And then we did the hot chocolate ceremony. Yeah. So did anything come up for you in the initial warm-up? Oh, I just sort of knew what I was in for. Okay, gotcha. Just because I've just been through the through it quite a few times. So the, which how many heart awakenings have you done? Like, do you recall? Let's say four. Say four. Okay, I, this will be I your could, fourth. I, yeah, maybe five, maybe three. I don't. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to be too precise, right? <laughs> Uh, yes, then we did the ceremony going through all the different chakras and talking about, you know, the, I guess, the weather, cacao, whatever that word is, I'm just going to say it the way I say it. Um, you all know what I mean. Um, where that, you know, how it came to Australia and how it came to be and how it was like, you know, um, infused with love and, you know, all that kind of stuff. So, um, and that, the warm up breath work was seated. So, um, as I said, I still found it. Um, an issue holding my breath that's even okay. for the 10 seconds that's so okay. That's okay. I just kind of like I think I just had too much pain in my body that I was just like I was just not because I was actually physically like feeling a lot of tension around my chest by the end of that um, you know that first um, session so um, yeah and then after we finished the cacao ceremony then we did the lying down we had a bit of a break a bit of a toilet break and then did the lying down breath work so get the real heart awakening because the cacao opens your heart space so that's the reason for the cacao yeah, ceremony it's a, it's a plant medicine that's designed to tap into your heart space and yeah. that, which I found it did mm. um, uh, yeah so we did the lying down and was it the three part breath was it yeah, so that was like, you know, breathing into your belly, so 80% into the belly, so this is all still mouth breathing as well, 80% into the belly, 20% into the chest, and then just let it drop out, you're not forcing it out, so it's not like a uh, force out, it's just a, and actually surrendering, surrendering it, like releasing with love, I think he was saying as well, or surrendering with love. love. Release it like you do a bow and arrow. <laughs> oh, is that what he said? I don't remember that. Oh, same thing. Yeah, gotcha. I think you're just making shit up now, aren't you? <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, so that was. Um, did you, you drop into that okay? Like, did you find? I actually got into that. I I felt I got into the rhythm of that because that first one that um, you took me to in, at Palm Beach early this year, the Gold Coast Heart Awakening. Yeah. It took me a long time to get into the pattern of the breathing, mm. and I think I guess because I was so much more in my head at that space, whereas I think I was much more grounded in my body because I think the pain grounded me into my body, and so I would be thinking about the breath work, and then I just like just let the breath do what the breath does, you know, kind of thing. And so I was releasing through tears pretty much straight away. I, I think within five minutes, I felt like I was screaming, crying, like releasing, you know, all this stuff, needing to vocalise. You like, must have needed it, right? Yeah, 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 totally. It was like massive release. And then I remember that it would just go through cycles. Um, and it was interesting, like I was sharing with the group that um, I think I must have got to the space where... Either I had just been born or I had been left alone and I felt like I was screaming my head off, um, but I was all by myself and I felt like I was abandoned and no one was coming to, um, coming to, you know, soothe me kind of thing. This was the, um, and I don't know if this is the truth, but this is like what the experience of the breathwork was coming up for me. And so I had to... Well, yeah, I guess because I like it really was. I was the baby, like I was back in the body of my baby, and I was screaming, and I was like, it was interesting because there's like I was reflecting on it afterwards. I was thinking, for someone who actually talks a lot, like I still feel like I'm finding my voice, and it was like, and I've been wanting to do this screaming. It was actually in a, um, a coaching session, something similar came up as well, and then she wanted me to scream, and I couldn't really scream. I couldn't really vocalize everything that I wanted to, you know, vocalize. Is, is it? Finding your voice, or is it finding or speaking your truth? Uh, probably both. Probably finding my voice, speaking my truth, feeling heard, feeling like um, there's stuff about feeling you know unsupported and unloved and abandoned kind of thing that came in that space of being left on my own. Mm. Um, Which is because we're humans, we're such meaning-making machines. Is, is that just old-school parenting? Oh, I think it's t- where, totally old-school parenting. Totally to be le- left alone to left cry. The, leave you, leave the yeah. Alone, let, let them try it out yeah. until they're okay. Yeah, I just really got to a space where I was in some sort of situation where I was just screaming my guts out as a as a kid and I just wasn't heard. And I was just like, and just the um, connecting with the, the fear. I don't know if the fear, but just like, like what, you know, like what's going on? Like, you know, what's happening kind of thing. Like, you know. It was just, yeah, it was just a really interesting space. Well, not interesting space to be in, but it's like I've never really connected to being in the body of who I was, okay. you know, kind of thing. I mean, it's the same body. It's just, you know, grown up now kind of thing. But it was just like, you know, really reconnecting with that point in time. Um, and so that, I think it took me a while. Like, that was where I was really screaming and vocal. And the facilitators, once again, were absolutely amazing. Um, I got a lot of support, you know, through that breath work. Um, multiple times through um, that breathwork session that I had facilitators either like you know tapping here holding my shoulder shaking my legs you know kind of thing um, you know holding my heart space you know as well and just you know saying just release just focus go back to the breath and you know there was um, an acknowledgement at one stage that that I got back into my breath and it's like you know good on you sis you know you learn to self-navigate you know how to do this and so yeah so for me it was the breathwork was lots of rounds like I'd go through crying then I'd scream then I'd calm down then I'd go through crying again and there was a level of sadness as well and also forgiveness 
wanted to go through sadness, releasing the sadness of the experience that I had and then forgiving myself and forgiving my parents for this is the, creating this that is experience. This baby crying you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. And so, um, I suppose... Yeah, it was very powerful. <clears throat> very powerful. I suppose the the thing, the, one of the things that makes Dan's um, event so great is just that the sincerity and the love and the support mm. that you do get from mm. Dan and and the uh, facilitators. Mm. Is, um, you know, they generally got your best interest at heart. Mm. Just want to see. Yeah, share I felt, the love really. They yeah, just I mean, share the love and in, in, in a non hippie way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that disclaimer. <laughs> But it was like I went up to Marvin. Um, I'm not sure if he was one of the people that supported me, but um, I went up to him and you know just as we were saying goodbye, I just gave him a hug and you know um, and I think he made a comment about you know me releasing stuff and I just felt like I just said I was just such in a safe space that I was it was it felt okay for me and I guess because I'd been to a breathwork before I knew what to expect and I knew that it was safe and that it was okay to release and whatever kind of experience I was having was there was, wasn't going to be any judgment yeah. you know around oh, that absolutely it's a safe it's mm. like he said it was like a safe container mm. yeah totally so in saying what you just did and having you know the the cycle that you just did about crying and um, screaming and screaming yelling and, and yelling finding and my voice stuff. if you hadn't done the breath work would, would you have had would you have done that and gone through the process and realised that? The, like the, um, yeah, like, the lying down breath work? Oh, as in going through that process? Yeah, going through the process of, you know, crying about the... I don't know. I don't think I would have connected with, you know, the, um, the little baby... Like Olga is a little baby. I don't yeah. think I would have connected with that without the breath work. I would have been doing crying releasing because I was, you know, because um, of the physical pain. That was like really easy. Like I've just been whimpering pretty much all day. Yeah. But anyway, it must be pretty sore though. Um, it's all right now, but yeah. it's just like it just goes through phases where it just feels um, a little bit less bearable than other times. How did so, you actually hurt your shoulder? So I've um, apparently I've dislocated it. Um, it's back in its spot now, and I've chipped a bone. Apparently there's some sort of bone that you chip when you're, um, you dislocate your shoulder and it was actually at the uh, treetop challenge last Sunday um, on one of the high ropes obstacles. So it was, I won't, it's my left arm, so it's my left, it was, uh, it was basically my arm got pulled back behind me and it kind of pulled out and the thing with those high ropes courses is that you can't get down straight away, you have to finish the course to get down. So I had to yeah. finish that obstacle do I think three more and then a zip line in order to get down again kind of thing so I had to manage it was quite painful very uncomfortable and um, but yeah so there's I've had x-rays MRIs and wanting to hear back on what the next steps are pretty much so and you've been to, um, because you're a dance yeah so I teach summer cold <laughs> So basically, with my left, this is like the T Rex version of any moves. Then full right? version is this arm, right? Because yeah. what you're a dance instructor. Or? Yeah, well, I pretty much most of my classes now are Zuma God dance classes. So it's just like you know, um, and because I'm facing the audience and they start with their right, I have to start with my left. So it gets a bit uncomfortable. Going, you have to go this way. Both. You use, you need to use you, both hands, but I'm like this. This is like little version T Rex. I call it T Rex version. So yeah. I make a joke out of it now. So, and then I just keep yelling at them going, you need to do two hands. I can't lift this one up. Like, this is about as high as I can go. So, but yeah, so it's, um, you know, as I said, I think in one of my Facebook posts that, um, you know, 
this year and last year, I've been about, my focus is on about challenging what's possible with my body. So apparently I've met one of my limits. So... <laughs> It was funny. One of the my tree participants, top t- challenge. the treetop challenge, and one, and it's in- interesting because I've been playing it over and over in my mind, going, "Oh, how could I've done this differently?" Because other people navigated that same obstacle a different way than I did. Yeah. So it's just, um, it's interesting. But it's all experience. That's true. And um, I would do it's it again once my shoulder is better, um, and it's strong and it's stable. Um, but yeah, it was good fun. I really enjoyed, um, and I'm thankful that you know I was injured. Um, like on our third course so we'd already completed two like a green course and a purple course so they're varying gradients from beginners to advanced we didn't even get to any of the two top levels um but yeah so i was grateful to have completed some of the course before being injured and um but yeah i guess it's um you know i think i was as i was sharing with you earlier this week it's like having the pain in the body and going through like some of the stuff that we've learned through coaching about feel to heal, it's actually been really interesting connecting in with the pain. And that's actually one of the things I was doing towards the end of the breath work was actually just, so I'd gone through that process of connecting with the, um, the baby Olga and finding my voice. And then I'd come down again. And then I went through that wave of sadness and forgiveness. Yeah. Then I come down again. And then I went through, how about I connect with my pain? Yeah. And then I just cried. Which is such the feeling... opposite to what we're taught, right? I know. Because yeah. I was taught, to shut the pain out. Yeah, yeah, and it's I'm noticing, and I mean, I'm sure. As so I've you're doing t- totally the opposite. You connect. Well, we don't get pain. taught to feel our emotions. We don't get. We get conditioned, or there's certain emotions we're allowed to feel. Um, you know, we're not supposed to feel sadness or depression or anger or you know um, anxiety or pain kind of thing. And I liken pain to an emotion because it's like you connect with it. It's yeah. sitting in my body, but and some, um, some people are even with love and. Mm. Is to, you know, taught not to to, mm. to to show to show that as well. Yeah, exactly. That there's you know, like you know, either bringing shame on the family, we have to look a certain way. Thanks for bringing that up, because that just reminded me of one of the visions that I got um, in the breath work, which was around my pain. I think I, I don't know, I can't remember exactly where it was in the process, like chronologically. Not that that really matters, because I've got a timestamp on anything, everything. No, um, but it was like as I was saying to you as we walked down here, it's like I felt like there was either um, a sword. In this no, no, nothing's linear. <laughs> Um, it's like a very female brain, I suppose. There's so many connections going around everywhere. Who knows where we're going? But, um, yeah, it was like I felt like there was I, was... I was connecting to some of the pain in this shoulder. I felt like it was perhaps related to some sort of past life where I either had a sword or a spear through the top of this shoulder and also an arrow, like, through my arm. So it was just really interesting to... Because I've not had that kind of, you know, um, experience before being connected with something that happened in a, a previous life. So it was just interesting... Yeah, so I connected through the connected with my pain, released through lots of tears. Um, I had a lot of um, energy going down my left arm in particular. I didn't get so the first time we did the breath work, I was getting the um, pins and needles um, through, and I felt like I had to shake my hands like this to um, release that. Um, I was moving my body, so I was doing that. Um, moving my body like with my feet up and down to release and I had my arms fairly straight with the you know um, fingers out kind of like I didn't wasn't shaking but just like releasing those out to feel the energy go out but I felt like a lot of energy down my um, left arm as well you know during the breath work so there's a lot of stuff happened in the breath work it was very eventful it was very eventful (laughs) but it seemed to be over very fast 
Um, I was actually pleased because the last time I felt the breath work went really quickly, whereas this time when he said, oh, we've got 10 minutes to go, I'm like, oh, thank God. I've still oh, got really? more to go. Yeah. Okay. Yay. Yeah. Because I started really, like, I started pretty much almost straight away, whereas the last time it took me a long time oh, to well, get into the rhythm of it. The rhythm of the breath, as yeah. you said, yeah. So what about your breathwork experience? Would you like to share what was happening for you? Yeah, absolutely. I, I felt a little bit of resistance coming today, um, just popping up. I was a little bit tired. And, um, I did too because I was worried about what was going to happen with my shoulder and the pain. But I think the body knew that, well, the subconscious knew that, you know, it was going to get, not attacked, but... <laughs> opened or opened, vulnerable. Yeah, and to parts that maybe don't want to be... Um, <laughs> Nice sound effects. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't want to That's be That's obviously confirmation of yeah. that your experience. Yeah, they, they, <laughs> do, they don't want to be exposed. And um, so, you know, when that happens, you, you get a bit, bit of resi- resistance coming up. And then... Um, <clears throat> Another thing we don't get conditioned for is to be vulnerable and to be sensitive yeah. as well. So, yeah, go on. Absolutely. Um, <clears throat> but then when I, when I got to the event, um, I was... I don't know, I just felt like, I felt like I was just going to have a big cry. Mm. And, uh, and did you have a big cry? Well, at the end, I had a, I had, a, had a cry. I wouldn't say it was a big cry, but it was... Uh, On the inner child one, definitely, after yeah. the sound healing. Yeah, yeah it was definitely uh, held, heartfelt. And what was coming up for you in that space? Um, so we had to connect. Dan sort of took us through a visualisation after where we... <clears throat> Just connected to the time of when we were born in the in the birth in suite or wherever that was for the any particular person, and um, obviously I didn't have any recollection 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 of that recollection. <laughs> That's okay. You're having trouble saying recollection. I'm having trouble saying cacao. So um, cacao. <laughs> Sorry, girl. So you were reconnecting with um, yeah, just when the I, time when of your I was birth. Born, yeah. In this lifetime, and, um, I just really. <clears throat> what came up for me was just the unconditional love that my particularly my mum had mm, beautiful um, for me and it's sort of been misunderstood through the years and you know it's what has it been mis- misunderstood as uh, maybe like now you're making me maybe like I know I knew my parents wanted me and what what have you but maybe I just hadn't felt or been able to yeah hadn't felt that love that because I actually tapped into the love that my mum had for me Mm. and my my dad wow awesome (laughs) Um, yeah and I just yeah I just started crying yeah, it was a really deep cry and it was a really deep love and unconditional sort of love. And um, <clears throat> again, the facilitators were really good. They didn't interrupt me or anything, but uh, when I opened my eyes up from crying, there was a tissue sitting there for me. <laughs> I didn't even know anyone coming, yeah. so that was really nice and well used. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
could have left me a couple more. But yeah. <laughs> thankful for the one. We will need to remember to bring a tissue box next time for the heart awakening, yeah. right? Um, and for me, crying is a something that I I, I don't naturally do. I think it's something that you've been wanting to tap into, though. I've been wanting to tap into. Because you've been talking to me about how many cries I've had just over my shoulder. Yeah. And you're like, oh, I'm so jealous. And not giving you a hard time about it, but just saying, hey, let's... That's awesome. I want to tap into that. Yeah. Um, Because there's real power. It hasn't come across as you giving me a hard time either, by the way, just to be clear. Okay. Yeah. I'm sure you'd let me know. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm finding my voice right. Yeah, finding (laughs) It's all a journey. Um, Yeah, so that was... Just to yeah, really be able to tap in because I, I I could I can't usually cry if I want to. Yeah. And sometimes I do want to cry. Yeah, gotcha. It's really healing. Right? Yeah. And it's really th- I find it very therapeutic. therapeutic yeah. And, and so how did you again, feel afterwards? Taught, Sorry, go on. Taught you know not to cry. Yeah. Yeah, boys don't cry. Boys don't cry. You know yeah. all the old shame shame words when brought up in that era. I know it's crazy because we're all in what, a human body that has, has tear ducts that are crying. Yeah, that need to be felt and. <laughs> you know um, yeah, acknowledged and, and and for me tapping in, back into that heart space is something that I've been working on and um, <clears throat> one of the ladies shared in there about not being so <clears throat> you know she's working on not being so rigid and I thought sounds like me not mm. being so rigid um, which I don't even realise that I am but apparently I am so I need to work on that gotcha so what is what does that look like for you? Who do you want to be? What are you heading towards in that space? Oh, you know, just being a little bit softer. To, yeah. To be honest, and, um, I guess more emotionally intimate. Emotionally intimate. Yeah. Emotional. Connecting with your own emotions. Yeah, connecting with my own, own emotions and um, being sensing of others. Yeah. And. <clears throat> Um, being able to show compassion and yeah. that kind of, kind of thing would be really nice. Or, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I'm just done doing the, the programming and the conditioning mm. that we're all, not all, but a lot of Most us, of us yeah. have been caught up with. Mm. And that's okay. It's all, yeah. it's all part of it. It's all part of the journey, Sometimes right? Sometimes we do things to undo them. Yeah. So how did you feel being able to cry like that? Yeah, that was, that was really good. And then just afterwards, I, I just felt... I don't normally just walk around with sadness, but just, I don't know. It just felt like there was a sadness that had been released, and mm. my chest felt clear and open. And, you know, I could feel. Wow. Something else that I've been working on feeling. Yeah, feeling is good. Feeling, yeah. So. Rather than numbness. Well, numbness, I guess, is a feeling still. So that was one of the things that I got out of the breath work. Um, going into it, into the because we spoke about the the warm up, but I pretty I dropped straight into the into the breath. That mm. for me, you know, my head starts to go a little bit funny because you, you know, you're just breathing mm. pretty intensely, a lot of oxygen getting around, so my head starts to go a little bit funny. And then you, it's a standard process, really. I tap I. I must sort of go unconscious for a little bit, yeah. And then when I when I'm conscious, I've just got all this energy moving through parts of my body. Oh wow! And it does vary from breath work to breath work. Yeah. Um, but it was mostly in the upper body, in the arms, um, to start with. Mm. And then I 
As in what, like tingly sensations or? Oh, just rapid energy, mate. Um, to get the, they call them the T-Rex arms. <laughs> and the facilitators were coming and pulling them up above me. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't do this because I said, oh, like, I can do this arm, but I can't do this arm above my head. Like, yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, but, yeah. I've already so, done a lot of T-Rex this week. I didn't need to do any more T-Rex in the breath work. <laughs> uh, and... And then I was conscious of, okay, so it's sort of stopping in the in the, in the heart, so I look like some space. Okay. And I was focusing on pushing that down into the lower parts of my body. Okay, yeah. Um, particularly into the sacral and the yeah. root yeah. chakras, and then, you know, eventually got down there and it went down into my feet. And oh, wow. My legs and feet and my whole body was, was going. Yeah. And, and you were um, able to release it through your feet, or? Oh, it's just, oh, but that's just where the energy where was, was moving. It was it just. Wow. Yeah. Very, very intense. Wow. Hard to put to words. Yeah, yeah. Maybe electricity. And it was just all over your body in terms of. All through my body. Gotcha. <clears throat> so initially, it was actually it was being blocked by your solar plexus and a heart, but then you eventually yeah. were able to move it down. Yeah. The other chakras and yeah. down towards your feet. That's what you mean. Another issue of mine's been, you know, getting into those lower lower chakras yeah. and um, something I've been working on. And, yeah. And and what have you? So I was able to to, to do that. Um, yeah, good. I had a lot of aches and pains through you know through my back and yeah, just coming up. So yeah, um, from the work that you're currently doing now, or just other aches and pains that are were showing up in your body. Just aches and pains that are showing up in my body. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so they, you know, they. Mixed and changed. And yeah. Work through all of those, and and so what did you do? With, did with you the, just let them pass, or I don't think you know, like, oh, so putting a putting a meaning on why do I have that pain there? Or yeah, or gotcha. Why, it doesn't really matter. No. It's, you don't need to, to know. That's, no. Because that's getting back into your mind. You just know that it's there. You know, like it. that release that I had in my in my chest was it sadness? I don't know. Was it? something else was yeah. pain I don't know all I know mm. is it feels a lot better mm. yeah and that's, that's good right that's all that matters it. right yeah, yeah so it doesn't getting really the matter. outcome I don't need yeah. to put a meaning on it or yeah, yeah. Um, get all technical on it yeah yeah um, <clears throat> so, so yeah I had the aches and pains and then yeah, just just the T-Rex. So what did it feel like when they were, when you had the T-Rex hands and they were trying to lift your arms up? Did you feel uncomfortable. like... It was uncomfortable. Was it? Yeah, it was kind of, it was kind of comfortable there, but it, apparently by re- bringing them up above your head, it, it's releasing because ah. what that is is a... It's, it's a constriction, it's I a guess. Constru- yeah, yeah, the, the energy's okay. been constricted and by... Same as when they come and touch your heart space yeah. or wherever they... Yeah. By your solar plex or yeah. on your head. It's just releasing energy. Um, yeah. So was it painful to? Yeah, so it was a little bit painful. Yeah. Um, it wasn't comfortable. But um, and then I, I think I dropped out. I went unconscious yeah. for a little bit. So did you go to the astral plane? I'm not sure where I went. Okay. It's like a defense of mine. When there's a lot of energy and yeah, um, gotcha, like a blackout. Consciousness and um, yes, yeah, I, I black out. Yeah, I go unconscious. Sometimes I might snore. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I was too busy because I was, I was 
like two away from you. So it was like Keenan and Jake were in between me and you. Yeah. And um, I didn't hear you because I was too busy crying and screaming anyway and managing my own yeah. breath work and stuff. I think everyone's just focused on, on themselves. Yeah. So it doesn't matter what, you know, it matters, but you're not... Yeah. You're, yeah. you're in your own space, really. And I think, like, I don't know if uh, Dan had done this previously, I don't recall that, because um, what he did at the start was, you know, imagine a colour, find it in your body, and I've then expand never it out. I've seen him do that before. Yeah, and so you kind of create your own little bubble of um, safety. safety, your own little safe sanctuary kind of thing based on this colour. Mine was like an emerald green. Because yeah, you don't know what's going to jump off other people and yeah. what, what energy is there. Yeah, so carrying and, and releasing yeah. sort of thing. So that was really good. Go yeah, on. it was just a really great way to create your own, like the whole space was a safe space, but then also to create your own little safe sanctuary, your own little bubble, um, bubble within that space where whatever's happening outside doesn't actually impact on your own, mm. um, you know, journey yeah. um, as well. So Yeah, so then after being, being unconscious, I became conscious. Obviously, well, you don't go. You don't go, okay, well, I think I was unconscious for about five minutes because yeah, it's like, no sure, but you obviously don't have a conscious awareness of it. And then we went into the... We changed the breath. I don't remember changing out, the breath. Started coming out of it. Um, it was just more you... I think you were going, uh, breathing in and then holding and then out. Rather than I don't remember. See, I, um, I found it interesting because so I kind of woke up and all became conscious again. I think I'm. I, oh, I don't so know you if I. Out, sorry, I so I don't know if I out. fell asleep or if I went somewhere, but I just remember becoming aware again, and they were doing the sound healing, and I don't remember. I just did my own little breath. I don't remember. Yeah. I don't remember any instructions about what the breath work yeah. was during the sound healing. Like I did just your sneaky little cheek breath. Yeah. <laughs> before we, yeah, I just knew did my own thing. I just did Olga. Breath. Well, you just do okay. Why don't you just do Olga? Yeah, I'm just going to do Olga breath. And um, so I just remember becoming aware again and noticing the loop of the sound. So noticing how he start off with, uh, it sounded like little medicine balls or something like that. And then he'd loop something over that. So he basically has his looping machine where he starts with a sound, puts that on a loop, puts another sound in, puts that on a loop. And then it creates this kind of like, you know, uh, cacophony of sound, I suppose. Mm. Um, I don't know if I've said that word correctly, but anyway, we're just going to like a whole like, music um of sound like this stream of sound um that gets looped over and over and i remember that and then the didgeridoo mm. you know playing him going around with the didgeridoo and i remember thinking oh i don't remember so i don't have a record so when you're talking about that we've changed our breath work i don't have any recollection of the instructions of that whatsoever well you're off doing your own sort of thing yeah i know i went somewhere because i remember coming back going oh okay where are yeah. we kind of thing well not where yeah. are we but oh we're in the sound healing now <laughs> you know kind of thing so yeah um so when we did change that and then so it, what was the breath work meant to be <laughs> I, I can't really recall to be okay <laughs> we're breathing in were and you out. there <laughs> well no i could hear were you still I, back I in the we, room i know we changed it yeah and i did follow instruction okay um so short version of the story I, is there was a change of breath. Went, yeah, and then it went, it went visual, visual for me. Oh, okay. Third eye visual. Oh, really? Yeah. So I was starting to see and connecting through my third eye, and I knew it was my... There was just a knowing there that it was yeah. my third eye. Yeah, awesome. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, there's a lot of gold sort of... Just all this stuff coming towards me. And, and one of my intentions was to connect to my... Star seed. Oh yeah. My soul. And the what the pyramid point? No, just a star. Okay. Um, 
through to the star scene and I felt that I was starting to go there. Oh, cool. And I was getting visuals. It's sort of hard to explain third eye visions. Been all uh, detailed here. Yeah. <laughs> and then I tapped out again and went unconscious. Oh, wow. But I knew I went somewhere. And I knew I know I was communicating with something. Yeah, yeah. When you went unconscious, you mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. really? And then I came back out. Oh, wow. And then I needed to go and have a little bathroom break. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I sat there for about five minutes just feeling all the energy and stuff yeah. going through So So you, were you the one that Dan was saying, oh, you've got to follow that guy to the bathroom? I'm not sure. No. Because I remember there was one point where no. Dan was giving instructions. I didn't, like, no. open my eyes to no, look. But he says, great. oh, you've got to... Make sure you follow that guy to the bathroom and give him support. Yeah, well, maybe, uh, yeah, because you're, you're not grounded and you just mm. come from being astral. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> so it makes sense. But, yeah, so I went and did that and I came back and then I... So do you have any knowing about what was spoken about or who you spoke not to or all. what the not message was? No. or Okay, but you just and know that's that part was... of, That's part of my thing that I, I know. Like your that, block? I've got oh, a block, yeah. Gotcha. I've got a block there, and it was yeah. it was intentionally put there, and I'm trying to undo that block. Yeah. And some other work that I'm doing. So. Um, How do you know it was intentionally there? Or intentionally put there, rather. I've had some past work, life work done. Yeah. Um, and it was said <clears throat> that a, a, a part of this life I've blocked out certain aspects of past lives because I didn't want to do that in this lifetime. Gotcha, okay. Um, which we can go into in another episode. But Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah, so that's what happened. I blocked... It was blocked out. I know it happened, but it, yeah. I, I can't recall. It's like a dream gotcha. yeah. sort of thing. So I'm curious then, it's like, you know, if you, coming into this lifetime, had purposely blocked an area... So you don't have access to that or experience of that past life in this lifetime. Why would you still now be wanting to, you know, get past that block? I don't have a clear answer on it. Mm. I think that it was... A lot of responsibility and disappointments and um, sort of positions of power and civilizations and yeah. um, trying to save civilizations and, yeah. and, and that kind of thing. And with that, <clears throat> you know. Well, it sounds like a lot of a burden, I guess, or an obligation, I suppose. Obligation. So my point is more so, not that there's blocks there, but why would you, if you have come in, like if you're trusting your higher self or your soul, when you come in with an intention, did you... But that, that was put there as a block, like... By you though, wasn't yeah, it? Or by your spirit guides or by someone else? So well, I guess... Well, we put our own blocks in, we put our own blocks in place for everything. Yeah, that's, so that's what I'm... To, you can be blocked to um, love. Yeah, gotcha. Come into that because of past life experience. Yeah. And I think that part of our purpose then is to 
undo that block. Gotcha. Okay. So, so I was kind of creating the context of this was an intentional block for you to go down a different path than you've done in previous lifetimes rather than this is a block to protect you and that if you're ready to go beyond this block, then you have a choice to move beyond it. Yeah. Was kind of like where I was yeah. curious about. Yeah, I don't know if it's a protection or whatever. I've got to do some more work and get it a little yeah. bit clearer on that. But obviously there seems to be like a willingness on your part to move beyond that block oh, or at least see what's behind that block. Yeah. And then I guess you can choose. Hmm. Yeah, there, there is. It kind of becomes the matrix then. Do you want to take the red pill or the blue pill, I suppose? Absolutely. <laughs> can I take both? Yeah. And then I can choose? <laughs> I'll go through door A, then I'll go through door B, then I'll decide which one is nicer. Yeah. Okay. Well, not nicer, but mm. more appealing. Um. <clears throat> Where was I? Oh, I'd come back from the bathroom, laid down, yes. felt the energies again, and then they put on some acoustic music. Yeah. And I just felt like I was a bit of consciousness just floating. Oh, wow. In absolute bliss. Wow. It was just beautiful. Mm. Yeah, awesome. It wasn't anything, or. And it's just. It's yeah, yeah. Just Wonderful. That sounds really beautiful. And that's... I listened to that for a, for however long that went on. Yeah. Well, I didn't really want to come out when he invited us out. I'm like, oh, have we done already? I could be here for another hour. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, you just need to get access to that soundtrack. And then we did the inner child. And mm. I think it's actually on that acoustic thing that we mm. share on Yeah, that, um... Oh, is it? Yeah, I think so. Because the the song did sound familiar, but I know he did he played the I think there was two or three tracks that he played a couple of times and played through the inner child work yeah, as well. Yeah. So. Um, <clears throat> yeah, and then yeah, we finished up and I was sort of very ungrounded, and we had arranged to come and do this recording now, mm. and I was uncertain as to. You know whether I wanted to go through with it because not being grounded and probably just you know the subconscious trying to put things off and mm. but here we are we've done it and uh, I'm proud yep. of us both mm. for, for doing that. Mm. Yeah, that inner child work was quite powerful, wasn't it? It's like you know I remember having another little cry well, he, with that as well. He does it every time, but nothing yeah. was as powerful as that one from, from me. Yeah. Well, you're right. Something in my Uh, no, it's all good. Um, yeah, I think, yeah, because it was like, it's a very similar process that he did the other Heart Awakening, wasn't it? So it was, um, I, um, in the sound healing for me, I think it was, um, I came back to the room way before it finished. Uh, I think, I, you know, once again, I think I was grounded, you know, in my body through the pain kind of thing. And so I remember being, I remember being really cold. Like I was going through this space of, I really should have brought a blanket with me. Yeah, I was cold. Because I was cold and the wind was kicking out and I was actually right at the front corner and there was a big window to uh, my left. So I remember opening my eyes up for a bit and just watching the trees kind of sway um, in the wind during that acoustic kind of after the sound healing um, bit before the inner child and um, I was just kind of you know relaxing um, getting into that space and what what actually was coming up for me actually was my knees were really sore 
like my both of my knees came up really so I couldn't have my knees out long I had to actually put my feet on the floor and have my knees pointing up to the ceiling because they wow. just didn't want to be long you know kind of thing and I just felt that really and like I had to keep sh like during the whole sound healing I had to keep shaking parts of my body that were feeling pain um like or just discomfort you know kind of thing my shoulder as well I mean that was I was kind of like readjusting that you know, I'm like, oh, that's, do I? It's generally like chicken wing, what I call chicken wing, which is this kind of this, and sometimes it's like here and out here and down here and just moving it around a lot, kind of thing. But it was just, you know, really lovely to be in that space. And then I think um, I got the tissues in the inner child, like someone had, because we were we had our eyes closed during the inner child process, and I remember someone touching my thigh, and then I like kind of opened up, and there's like tissues there, like yay. <laughs> The tissue fairy had rocked up and gave me some tissues. So, um, um, yeah, I saw. I think I saw the the lady that gave me the tissues in the um, the kitchen when I was filling my water bottle and thanked her for the support and the tissues. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, all in all, it was a really you know um, awesome experience. Actually, I um, ran into one of the facilitators as I was um, at the end, and um, Osnan and she came up to me. Goes, we have to work on your shoulder, and she's like touching my right shoulder. I'm like, oh no, my left one is the one that's in she goes no no both shoulders and she was talking about how I really need to work on my heart space is still so armored and that that's contributing to my shoulder protection kind of mechanism causing a lot of my shoulder issues as well so it'd be interesting to what you know what comes up in that space so my homework from Osnat was to journal around what is what does my heart feel is unsafe so there's a level of my heart doesn't feel like it's safe and so I need to work through all that. So it's it's really interesting what comes up in, um, you know, these events. And it's like this was a completely different experience to my first heart awakening on the Gold Coast. Also completely different experience to the breath work in the ice bath. So it's like, you know, each time it's a, it's a different journey. Like has yeah. that been the case for you as well? Absolutely. Healing, growing. Yeah. <laughs> Knowing. Mm. Yeah. Should we, um, so where do they find Dan on? Well, just go to Dan Poro Sound Healer. P-A-U-R-O. Yeah, P-A-U. We'll put in the links anyway when we post all this stuff up to Dan's stuff. We obviously recommend all of his events. Yeah, yeah. So really, Dan's really awesome. His crew are fantastic as well. As I said at the beginning, I felt like, you know, a really safe space. Um, I really felt like I could go to that next level of, I guess, screaming and vocalisation that I guess I hadn't gone to previously, like, as I mentioned to Mar Marvin and acknowledged him and, you know, the crew around that. So, yeah, it was just really, um, yeah, it's just a really great, you know, um, way to kind of work on anything that needs to be healed or released and work on any hard awakening and um, connecting with whatever needs to be connected with, I guess. So, yeah. Don't forget to any sub fun subscribe below. <laughs> any final words from you, Nathan, besides subscribing? Subscribe. I don't even know how many subscribers we have on our YouTube. No. I think like three. <laughs> we might get into double digits soon too. <laughs> and I'll work on saying cacao. Oh, cacao! Cacao! <laughs> That cracks me up now. I'm going to do that for my niece and my nephew tomorrow for family dinner. <laughs> You'll be a hit. Awesome. All right. No, awesome. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for introducing me to Dan and his work. Oh, so, 
Yeah, yeah really awesome. Really great crew and um, really great community and, you know, really great... To be a part of. Yeah, Spirit Breathwork. So, yeah, awesome. All right, guys, thanks very much. See you next time. Bye.